Live and in the mix. Welcome to the Brother Ben X podcast. And uh, this is going to be an interesting, great episode. And we're going to be talking about, once again, now, I'm going to tell you guys something that I told you guys before. Every October, every February, somebody, I told y'all this a couple, I told y'all this a couple months ago. Somebody is going to always say something about the nation or the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. How did you know this, Brother Ben? How, how did you predict this? Now, what if they did it on purpose? I don't know. But every October is what you call the Holy Day of Atonement. Many people are talking about the Nation of Islam and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan being that it's the anniversary of the Million Man March. February, we know, is Savior's Day, which we've had over 80 plus years. So for people to keep bringing this up, you know. But I always know somebody's going to say something uh, during February because his name is ringing. Everybody's talking about him. He's all over the Internet. He's all over, you know, articles. So somebody got to say something, you know what I mean, to get a little attention. I'm not sure if that's what this brother was doing or not. Maybe it's just a coincidence. But somebody tagged me in a post that I'm going to. Okay, somebody says sound. My bad. How we sounding now? We good now? Somebody give me somebody give me his. Are we good with the sound now? What about now? Still no sound. Okay, let me check. Let me check and see. Oh, man. Okay, now it's good. Okay, it's good now. Okay, my bad. My bad. So what I was saying was, as I said a couple months ago, Every October and every February, somebody's going to say something about the Nation of Islam or the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Why? I predict it because October, Holy Day of Atonement, anniversary of the Million Man March. February is Savior's Day. The minister name is ringing. It's all over the Internet. It's all over YouTube. It's all over Facebook and Instagram. Articles is being written about him. So somebody always says something, always says something around October and February. And this comedian, Ali Sadiq, I don't know if that was his intention. I don't know if that was his reason, but I just find it always a coincidence around February after Savior's Day. Somebody always got something to say. So he made a post on Instagram. Seemed like you got a little delay. It is a little delay. It's a little delay. I don't know why I'd be acting like that. Uh, it's a little delay. But um, I was I was on Instagram today and somebody tagged me and like, you know, did the little confused face because somebody made a post um, about the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan saying, you know, we bro witness that uh, or, or we believe that Allah came in the person of Master Farah Muhammad. He was thanking Allah for coming in the person of Master Farah Muhammad. So he made his little video, which I'll show you guys here in a minute about how the minister is wrong. 
you know, the nation's wrong about, he pretty much said Allah came in the person of no man, um, which we'll get into today. Now, we know from the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, we don't believe in a mystery God. And when we say that, we don't believe in something that just exists outside of ourselves, that we don't have force and power, which is what God is, according to our brother, Dr. Wesley, show, hey, a God is a being of force and power. Mr. the Black Man says a God is one who possesses force and power. There's no God up in the sky we believe that says, okay, I want Brother Ben to be rich, and I want you to be poor. And the only reason you rich and you poor is because there's some God up in the sky saying, let me let me sprinkle a little on here. Let me. No, we got to tap in to the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that dwells within us, and we as human beings have the power to manifest whatever's in the mind. We got the power to manifest what's in the mind. So when the scripture of the, of the, of the Bible talks about, ye are all gods, children of the most high God. It said that the spirit of God dwells within man. So when the honorable uh, Elijah Muhammad and message to the black man, when he talked about spirit, we got to understand. He says that spirit isn't independent of material. Because I know what somebody out there thinking, well, the Bible says, Brother Ben, uh, that God is spirit. God is a spirit. It said worship in spirit and in truth. The truth about spirit is that it's dependent on the material. So if I'm looking at a human being, I can say, oh, man, that sister got a pretty good spirit. Oh, man, that brother got a man. He got a foul spirit. How? How do I know that? Because of the material that I do see. See, you can't separate the spirit from the material here. Same with the electricity, the conduit, and the electricity. I know that the electricity is present or is here because of the light bulb. I can't necessarily see the electricity, but I see the conduit that the electricity dwells in. Does that make sense? So we're not depending on a mystery God. Oh, we're depending on that higher self, that higher knowledge. See, heaven up, up above the condition of civilization. See, heaven and hell is not somewhere in the sky, in the sweet by and by after we die. It ain't nowhere under the ground when you got this devil with a pitchfork. No, we're not dealing with spookism here. We got to come up out of Spookville. See, heaven and hell, we are taught are two conditions, two conditions of the mind. See, and 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 it, and it also turns into two conditions of your life because your mind or your life is a reflection of your mind. Y'all understand what I'm saying? You may say, well, brother, uh, the scriptures say that God is able to say, coon fire coon, <laughs> being it is. Well. We too can say that. We too can say that. Prove it, brother Ben. Well, this microphone that you hear me speaking through was something was was is this is a a product of being it is. This was first in somebody's mind unseen. See, the mind is unseen. See? But when we work our will and our faith, 
we can bring what's in the mind into reality. This laptop that we on right now, this is in somebody's mind. These lights that you see shining on me, this is somebody's mind. This cell phone, this is somebody's mind. Look at the text message. Somebody said, you know what, man? I'm tired of writing letters, having to wait three weeks, a week, however many days it took. Somebody said, I want to be able to text them, send them a message, and instantly they get it. They came up with text messaging. I'm wearing, now this is my mind, I came up with this with this product, but I'm wearing my mind right now. Whatever p- piece of clothing you got on, you wearing somebody's mind right now. It was first unseen. I said, see, say it with my mind, be, let it be. And whoop, there it is. Being it is, it's right here. So when I say I want to become something, I want to be something, I first have to be it first in my mind. I got to see it first in my mind. Now, this is not abracadabra where, okay, brother Ben, since you're so powerful, just like they did Moses. Well, if you really from God, do a magic trick. Make this, do this, do this, or do this, or see? We question Moses, who was trying to show you the reality of God, but Pharaoh, who was the false God, not really for you. You don't never, you, you never questioned him, believed everything he said. So it's not abracadabra. I want a Bentley. I want a new home. And then it just pops up. No, this is, this is reality now. But I can vision it. I can have the image in my mind. I can pray for it, meaning reaffirm what I believe in. Use the energy, the thought process, the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that comes from other gods. That's children of the most high God. That's supreme intelligence. That's supreme being. And I can will a new home into existence. I can will a new business into existence. I can will money into existence by following the wisdom that he has already given us. So the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said we are direct descendants of God. See, the black man has no beginning nor ending. You can't tell me the birth record of the black man. Tell me the birth. Come on, tell me now the birth record of the black man. Tell me, the black man and woman. What's the birth record? You don't know, but I can find the white man's birth record. They found that. The scientists, huh? Dr. Leakey, Mendel's Law. Look at this. You can get the recessor from the dominant. But you can't get the dominant from the recessor. Why is that? What is that all about? Why in scripture does it say, let us make mankind after our image and after our likeness? Well, we got to ask the question, who is us? Who is our? Why does it say mankind instead of man? Is this a kind of a man? That's what we got to ask ourselves. See, this spookism, believing in the mystery God is what got us thinking that all we got to do is pray about it. And some mystery God ghost is going to swoop down and figure everything out for us. That's not real. That's not reality. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I, I just want to give you guys the, you know, what I mean, the introduction I want to give you guys the introduction just of the teachings, you know, because once you realize that you got force and power, man, that's a powerful thing to, to, to know that 
to know that I got force and power and I can change my condition. Look at the Quran. Allah changes not the condition of a people till they change it themselves or change their hearts. Oh, what does that mean? Change is not the condition till they change it themselves. Hmm. When the Quran talks about that Allah's throne is on water, what, what, what does that mean? Is the brain setting on water? Huh? Uh-oh. Is the brain setting on What does this mean, setting on water? Questions we got to ask ourselves, man. This is real, man. This is real. God dwells inside. Prove it, brother Ben. I bet you. See, let's put the God to work. Let's put God, force and power to work. Let's figure out what me and you don't have. It can be money. It can be food. It can be shelter. Whatever it is. Let's sit down. You pray to your, you pray to your God that don't, that don't dwell in no man, like he said. Don't dwell in man. Don't dwell in human beings. Some of them say, uh, some of them even say God is 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 indescribable and and and, and uh, 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 you just can't fathom all that kind of stuff, right? Well, pray to your God that's unfathomable. I don't even know that unfathomable. You know, can't even be described. You pray to that God, and then I'm gonna pray to my God, and let's see who can really bring it into existence. Let's see if your mystery God bring you some food. See, our lesson say, would you wait on the mystery God to bring you food? Emphatically, no. Man, I'm finna get my butt up, go out there and get me something. If you sit your butt here talking about, oh, Allah, please bring me the food. You're going to sit there and die right there at that table of, of from hunger, from starving. Hey, listen, family, if you want to learn how to build your own banking system. Yes, I said it. Build your own banking system. We have a wonderful course over 30 lessons, 25 hours of content that also comes with a 268 page textbook. Yes. Textbook. That's going to teach you how to build your own private banking system with your family. And let me tell you something. You don't have to be rich in order to do it inside of this. Go to privatebankingblueprint.com, privatebankingblueprint.com, And we're going to show you exactly how you can build your own private banking system for your family. Guess what? Say buy the credit, say buy the debt, I'm going to show you how to do it with our private banking blueprint. See you there. Privatebankingblueprint.com. You understand? We've been blessed with wisdom of mind between these two temples. See, this is the real temple here. You got people who respect the temple. Oh, man, they respect the temple. When they come to the temple, they, they are, uh, 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 they're respectful. They don't cuss no more. Oh, man, they, oh, look at them. But then when you see your own brother, you get disrespectful. See, scripture talked about that. How can you love God whom you never seen and hate your brother who you see every day? You a liar. What is that really saying? See, that's saying to me at the essence of your brother is God. Ye are all God's children of the most high God. All right. So I want to show y'all his page. Now, I know I gave you a little introduction, but I want y'all to check him out. Here you go. Al Sadiq, so he verified. I guess he's a known comedian. He's he's a pretty known comedian. So check this out. Here it goes. Here's the video he made. I guess he was watching. Well, I don't know if he watching Savior's Day. Whoever watching Savior's Day, they was looking at the minister. All praise is due to a lot that they was even looking at the minister. You understand me? You got the word anyway. Yeah, you you may have watched them to figure out what he's gonna say wrong, but you still got the message. Here you go. Look at it. Look at his video. Alaikum. 
Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. I bear witness. Now, as you can see here, I'm about to pause it real quick. You can see he puts in his caption. Allah didn't come in the form of no man at all. Guess he came in the form of a ghost. I guess the MACD, who the, who the Muslims is waiting on, coming in the form of what? Okay. Why would he say such a thing? Just dead wrong. Okay, let's 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 go let's go in here. That there is no God but Allah who came to us in the person of Master Farud Muhammad. I bear witness that he is lying. Muslims do not believe that at all. <laughs> Farrakhan is those Muslims don't believe that. See, they say that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said three generations after me would not be of me. You got Shiite, Shiite, Shiite Muslims, Sunni Muslims going back and forth about who right and who wrong. Can you listen to music? Can you not listen to music? See, who you, you don't have, you're not qualified to say what we're Allah can come in the personnel. You, you're not qualified to tell Allah that he's limited to the human body. Tripping. I'm saying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not come in the form of no person. Mm. Man, boy, man, are you serious right now? See, this is why you have to be able to do your research and study people because people will say anything and you will respect him because he, he fair calm, but that is not true. Okay, so that's there you go. There's there's his uh synopsis there. That's what he had to say. So he says the Muslims. Okay. Well, I want to play a video of uh of something I made previously in the past. And we're gonna go into the Quran on my video. I went into the Quran. I want y'all to check it out. Cause I and you know my bad. And you know I got you know I got videos of the minister coming up. So y'all know that. So I got videos directly from the minister that's on the way. So the minister, I mean, the minister done explained it himself good already. But, I, you know, I got some lined up for him. So check this out. Let me let me get let me get it together. See, because I brought the Quran's ayats out for him. Okay, Here we go. Now, this is a response that I did to a sister one time. Because this sister was saying, oh, we, you know, this is why she didn't join the nation because of some stuff she heard. So we're going to go through it today. Let's let's check it out. I'm making this video because once again, this is a Muslim who is so-called giving truth about the nation of Islam, which it is not. For instance, the common complaint is about Allah coming in the person of man or being man. I don't believe any man could come in the person of Allah because Allah is beyond our, you know, actual human vessel. Like Allah is everything. Now, did you hear what she just said? If Allah is everything, how come he can't be man? So when it comes to that, we can't tell Allah what he can't be and what he can't enter into. Allah does what he pleases and we can't put limits on him that he didn't put on himself. In your house, you have electric wires that carry a current. But that electric current in your house is not from your house. That electric current has been isolated within your house, but it's still a part of the greater electricity that is found throughout the universe. 
And that electricity is the same in your house that is in the universe, but you have a part of it in your house. The human being is electric. Your brain is operated on electric electric currents. You see via electrical impulses. But where did you plug in this morning? Yet you are powered continuously. You have a little mobile phone electric. So now, because I know where that, that, that question is possibly leading. Oh, are you saying oh are you saying Allah is that phone? No, no, he can manifest his power in that phone. He can manifest his power in that man. But he is still everywhere. His power is not restricted to one man. Come on. His power is universal, but he puts his power where he pleases. And this is what you got to understand about almighty God, Allah. Now you may say, wait. But don't the nation of Islam worship Master Fraud Muhammad? Don't y'all worship the flesh, the human being of Master Fraud Muhammad? Absolutely not. And even when Master Farad Muhammad was still among us and the enemy jailed him, not that he didn't have power to stop it, he submitted to it and then sent for Elijah Muhammad that he might know the price of truth. And then Elijah Muhammad wrote, they ordered Master Farad Muhammad out of America, but they could not order his power out of America. Just because the physical presence of a man leaves, that don't mean his power leaves. So when I tell you we don't worship the flesh of Master Farad Muhammad, don't you call me no hypocrite and that I'm deviating from the message of my father and yours? If the flesh of Master Farad Muhammad will only be among us 400 years, then what will the children worship after that flesh is gone? It is not the flesh that make you God. It is the wisdom that makes you God. And wisdom is eternal until greater wisdom comes. So since... Ooh, come on, minister. He said it's not the flesh that makes you God. It is the wisdom inside of the flesh that make us God. See... See, and our Savior has arrived, I believe. Yep, that's it. He said, Allah is he who is supreme in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. See, look at my man Clarence said, Surah 55, 27. And there endures forever the person of thy Lord. It didn't say the spirit of thy Lord, the ghost of thy Lord. Endures forever the person of thy Lord, the Lord of glory and honor. Come on, man. Oh, we're we not done with this video either. Let's continue. As we talking about Islam, let's deal with some sources from the Holy Quran. In the Holy Quran, it talks about making obeisance to Allah only. Only Allah. Keep that in mind. Keep that now, in this mind. This is very important because in Surah 38, 71 through 72, Allah talks about creating a man named Adam, shaping him from mud or clay and breathing into him his spirit. Now, before we move forward, let's go to the Bible real quick. In the Bible, it says God is spirit. So if he breathed into him his spirit, then what does that mean? God obviously can do well in man. Mm. When we say man, we are talking about man and God can also do well in woman. A woman can be God as well. When we say God, we're talking about a being with force and power. We are not talking about the originator. 
back to the show. But let's get back to the Quran. It says, breathe into him his spirit and fall ye down in obeisance to him. Speaking of Adam. But let's go a little bit deeper. Adam was God's Khalifa, meaning representative on earth or successor. Oh, and this is on the Islamic or Islam website, by the way. So you see there it says representative on earth. So I did a little Google search and I looked at what does representative mean? We see here there are several definitions, but only one definition would fit this context. A person chosen to act or speak for another. Now let's listen to this breakdown by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Um, but more for the educational question, one in particular. Now, before we go here to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, I want you guys to get your notepad out. I want you to get your phones out, open up your notes, because this what the minister about to break down finna be so powerful. He answered her questions so masterfully. You know, many of them, Al-Islam say, oh, y'all practice shirk. It's shirk. Oh, that's shirk. Well, if, if you are a student of the Nation of Islam or the Honorable Elijah Muhammad of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, study, please, how the minister answered this question. Let's get right to it that I just found a little confusing. Um, you said that, well, my question is, what if you agree, if what is the one thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not forgive? They say it is shirk. Yes. And putting up with God that which is unworthy to be worshipped. Okay. So... The term, or the terminology, direct descendants of God, does that contradict that? I'm sorry? Using the term direct descendants of God, making us direct descendants of God, does that contradict that? No. 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 Um, have you read in the Quran, my sister, when Allah intervenes in the affairs of men, he says in the Quran, It was not you who slayed them. It was I who slayed them by your hand. Mm -hmm. When the Prophet received the revelation of the Quran, he didn't see Allah. He saw Jibreel, an angel, in the form of a man. You say he looked in four directions and that image was there of a man. In the Hadith, a man dressed in white came to the Prophet and he was asking questions of the Prophet and when the Prophet answered the questions and left, he said to his companions, do you know who that was? And they said no, and the Prophet said, that was Jibreel. In the Quran, in the third surah, when Allah and the angels said to Mary, she's going to have a child, and his name would be the Messiah, worthy of regard in this world, and in the hereafter. And she said, how can I have a child and man has not yet touched 
me. Allah says, it is easy for him, he just says, kun fayakun be, and it is. Then in another part of the Quran, talking of Mary, it says, Allah sent his spirit to her. And it appeared unto her in the form of a well-made man. Whose spirit was in that well-made man? It was Allah's spirit. So Allah works through human beings. Come on, Brother Minister. He never sent angels to us if we're not angels. Go ahead, Brother Minister. He sent a human to us. All his prophets were human beings. And the Messiah and the Mahdi that the Islamic world is looking for is a human being. Mm. Now, wait, 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 wait. Look at the power that the Mahdi is to have. Come on. Number one, he said he's going to break the cross, kill the swine. He's going to set justice in the earth and set down every tyrant. What kind of power is that, sister, in a man that's going to set justice in the earth and set down all the tyrants? That's the power of Allah in a human being. But the praise does not belong to the human. Come on. It belongs to the God who possesses that spirit from him. Yes, sir. Now, the last thing I will say is on the Messiah. I want you to study this in the third surah of the Quran, Surah Al-Imran. It says that this Messiah would open the eyes of the blind by whose permission? He would make the deaf hear and cleanse the leper by whose permission? He would raise the dead to life. By whose permission? That don't mean he's Allah. It means that Allah is in a man and that man is using the power that God has anointed him with to do all these things by Allah's permission. And see, what... what so what happens to us we become very spooky we live in a physical universe look at this universe created by Allah it's not spooky it's not spirit it's material and you and I come physically from this earth so all of the chemistry of the earth is in us so in the, in the second surah of the Qur'an, Allah says, I am going to place a ruler in the earth. And the angels say, what will you place in it but that which will create mischief and cause the shedding of blood? And that that he placed in the earth is called Khalifa. You know what Khalifa means, my sister? It means one who stands in the place of another 
in the absence of that one or in the death of that one. That's what a Khalifa is. So you and I, we are to be the Khalifa of God. We stand in his place. We are to rule according to his guidance and wisdom. And the more humble we are in submitting our will to do his will, he empowers us with the anointing of his spirit. So, now, you cannot worship El Mahdi because he's anointed with the power of God. You worship Allah. And this is the thing that has touched my heart in the prayer that Master Farad Muhammad wanted us to say in the morning. Surely I have turned myself to thee, O Allah, being upright to him who originated the heavens and the earth. The originator of the heavens and the earth is not physically here, but we are. Come on. And he has set this universe on an evolutionary course toward perfection. Mm. And we are in that age now when the human being will be perfected to represent God himself as his Khalifa. Now I'm sure I don't have to say anything else after that one. For real, for real. In this video, the sister said, So moving forward, I find out that, you know, all of these things, which, you know, Allah came in the person of Farid Muhammad, uh, what is this? I was like, I don't believe that. Like, I can't believe this. This is not, my heart is not settling with that. I think my personal belief is just to find truth. But she and others have a misunderstanding from this part here. And a, a lot of Muslims left because they saw that there was a lot of um, falsehood in the nation of Islam. Now I'm not saying that because I believe we are all the way perfect. I am saying that because there is a misunderstanding of what they're saying about the nation of Islam. For example here. And then moving forward I received um, an Al-Fatiha prayer which had incorporated um, Elijah Muhammad as a prophet. Now I understand why many uh, of the people who began to study our Islam or the Islam that many of the Arabs study because this is what they're being taught against the nation of Islam. Yes, this is what they're being taught against the nation of Islam. You may say, Brother Ben, how do you know that? You ain't never been to one of their meetings? Well, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا نبي بعدي that there is no prophet after me Elijah Muhammad claiming prophethood back in the 30s in the theology of the nation of Islam Elijah Muhammad was a prophet lying like a mud look at him lying to now, all the people you keep that in mind that he told you to keep in mind also keep in mind that's not true that's a lie Flat out lie. Now, before I get into the Quran again, I want you to hear from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad himself. I am a messenger of Allah, not a prophet. This is a lot of uh, things that the hypocrites and the disbelievers would like to say. There's no prophet. I didn't say I was a prophet. You don't need no prophet. I'm with God, what shall I prophesy? 
Now, I know what you may say here. Okay, that's what Elijah Muhammad said. But that ain't what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan been teaching. Well, let's see. Wait for it. Here it comes. Elijah Muhammad never said he was a prophet. There's no need for a prophet. Prophets can't handle this work. There it is, family. So I just wanted to give you guys, that's, that's a video I made maybe a year or two ago. So I wanted to give y'all that to lay the basis because a lot of times, family, what I've noticed is not their fault that they say these things. See, the, the brothers that I showed up, they consider them the real Muslim. They got the clothing. They speak the Arabic word very well. They got the beers. Oh, they doing it. Oh, yeah, that's alaykum. Yeah, but, 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 but when you're lying, on the on the nation of Islam, it make me say, why? Why would you lie like that? You know, so a lot of them are being taught this. A lot of them in colleges is what they learning. When they go to masjid, they're what they learning against the nation of Islam for whatever reason. So we have to come out and and uh, correct them. You see, 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 see. So that's what they're being taught in their meetings. So they come on Instagram and they think that they the real Muslims because people are acting like the Muslims from the East. Okay. So, uh, just got this need a little education. So I know some of y'all got some questions though, about Allah appearing in the person of master father Muhammad. So, um, this 2020 and the minister have answered these things already. So I want to kind of let you guys listen in on the minister. Then now first I'm going to show y'all this clip where somebody was asking how is, you know, far Muhammad, the Mac then I'm going to let the minister go in and answer some questions that I know some of y'all may have about Allah appearing in the person of Master Far Muhammad. So let me play this first, this video right here, because this brings a lot of context as well from the minister. Oh, man, I got, man, we got, bullet. the minister done gave us bullets, man. He done gave us some ammo we can use, man. We got, man, we got news you can use, boy. So check him out. Watch, watch the minister work out. I'm going to quote your, your own website here. There's a passage that says, We believe that Allah, God, appeared in the person of Master W. Fard. Watch the minister go to work. July 1930, the long-awaited Messiah of the Christians and the Mahdi of the Muslims. Now, I think that would be controversial among the mainstream Muslims. Could you understand or clarify these, uh, these statements? That, he, that, he, that God appeared in the person uh, now, of Fard sir, in Detroit? With all due respect to you from the Washington Times, you are certainly no authority on what would create confusion Come on. among mainstream Muslims. Teach. And of course, I understand your motive for raising such question, but I will answer you very succinctly in a way that I believe all Muslims would understand. First of all, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said to all of us in his hadith that the Mahdi would come mm -hmm. out of uh, his family, and the whole Muslim world is expecting Mahdi, number one. The Muslim world also is expecting the return of Jesus coming with Mahdi. And the third point is the Shiite Muslims are looking for the hidden imam or the twelfth imam which is called Imam Mahdi. And they thought that Ayatollah Khomeini was uh, that Imam, but from his own lips, he said he was not Mahdi. 
Now, why does the why does the Muslim Ummah need a Mahdi? The Mahdi is a guide. And you don't need a guide if you have not lost your way. That's right. And no one can deny that the Islamic world has lost the path of Allah that they were guided to from the time of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. He said three generations after him would no longer be of him, which meant that he knew that his ummah would go astray, and therefore the Mahdi was prophesied to come. We believe That's right. that the Mahdi has come. And that he came in the person of W. Farad Muhammad. And why do we say Allah? Because if you look at the attributes of Allah, starting with mercy, mm. beneficence, starting with Malik, a judge, or Rabbil Alameen, one who nurtures something from one stage and makes it attain stage after stage until it reaches per um, perfection. He's Wali, the protecting friend. He's Jabbar. He's all of this. Well, you tell me, who visited us since I came up in America that most of you are afraid of? Mm. But I have no fear of that that is the power in the world. Who protects me? You don't. They don't. But I come and go as I please because Allah is with me. He came to us. His beneficence and his mercy raised me. I never was taught in Al-Azhar nor in any school of theology in the Islamic world. But if you listen to me, you will know that I have been taught by a master because no master over here has defeated and can defeat what I have been taught of a master. I'm here to awaken a world that has gone to sleep. If you listen to me and hear what I say, you will awaken to your responsibility and come back to Allah. Thank you for your question. I know you didn't intend it for good, but God brought good out of it anyway. Look at our father go to work, boy. Look at him go to work, man. He said, I know you didn't mean it for good, but God made good out of it anyway. <laughs> man, y'all better leave the minister alone, man. Y'all ain't learned from the past, man. The minister, man, is striving to save us, man. Redeem us. Give us the news that we can use, the reality of God. He's putting the force or he's striving to wake up the force and power that dwells laying dormant within us. And we want to oppose him, striving to give us a knowledge of self, of God, of the enemy, that will really raise you instead of put you a base. You understand what I'm saying? So you may not be in the nation of Islam, but just say that you don't understand completely yet what he's saying. You can't say that he's wrong. Allah is the best knower. Huh? So who, who, who are we to say who is and who ain't? Muslim is one who submits their will to do the will of God. All right? So just say there's something that maybe you got to come into understanding of our perspective of what we're saying. 
Now, this next segment that I'm about to go into is going to, I'm sure, cover questions that many of you may have. You may even be a believer. You said, man, I always wondered. So if y'all haven't seen this clip, it's going to be very informative, man, of what the minister uh, was asked in this in this lecture. Check it out. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, we thank Allah for his coming in the person of Master Farad Muhammad, to whom praise is due forever. We thank Allah for his prophets and servants, for the scriptures that they brought. We thank him for Moses and the Torah, for Jesus and the Gospel, and for Muhammad and the Qur'an. Peace be upon these worthy servants of Allah. If I lived to be a thousand, I don't think I would ever be able to thank Allah enough for his intervention in our affairs and for his raising up one from among us to lead, teach, and guide us into the path of Islam, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, his messenger to us, the Messiah. My dear brothers and sisters, thank you for your patience. I see a lot of questions, so I'm going to get right to the questions. Now, of course, every question that you ask can be answered short or long. So I'm going to try not to shortchange your question but to answer it as succinctly but as fully as I possibly can. The first question is probably one of the hardest of the night. How did Allah God appear in the person of Master Farad Muhammad? Was Allah a spirit before entering? Wouldn't that make Allah a spook? Where is he now? And are we to pray and worship Master Farad Muhammad? All of these are very excellent questions. And they're not only questions on the mind of sincere and committed Muslims, particularly Orthodox Muslims, but they're questions on the mind of any believer in God. So let us get to the answer. First, we must understand the nature of this universe in which we live. Allah is the creator of all that we see. And there is a world that is seen and there is a world that is unseen. Every Thing that you see is related to something unseen. You see the earth, but you don't see the power that controls the earth. Is that true? The Quran says that you see the planets floating on in their orbits. They're not upheld by any pillars, but yet they are upheld. 
and the power that upholds the planet that is seen is a power that is unseen yet real. Okay. Now, the majesty of the unseen is manifested by what you see. If you did not see the planet, see the sun, see the moon, see the stars, you would not look for the power that created it. So it is the seen that leads you to discover the unseen. Am I making sense? Now, when you look at the sun, 93 million miles from the earth, huge ball of fire, 856,000 miles in diameter. The sun is also moving by a power. But the power that moves the sun is unseen. But the sun represents the unseen power that you don't see, but is manifested through what you see. All right. The smallest particle of matter was known to be an atom. In the atom, there are electrons, neutron, proton, still particles of matter, so minuscule that you cannot see it with the naked eye. Now the scientists have broken the atom down into even smaller parts called a quark. This is what they call Q-U-A-R-K. But this is a tiny particle of matter, but yet even the tiniest particle of matter has an unseen force that is moving that matter. Okay, now that we clear that. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that the most mysterious force in the universe is electricity. You do not know the beginning of electricity and you can't find the end of electricity, but electricity is in everything. But now, here we have lights. But these lights are manifestations of a power that is unseen. Mm. You can't touch electricity, but it is conducted through something that you see. The best conductor of electricity is gold and silver. But it's too expensive to put gold and silver in a building to conduct electricity, so they put copper wiring, right? Electricity does not wear out, but copper does. Talk to me. Okay.
suffocate now. What am I saying? Even when the copper wears out and there's a shortage in the bulb, you don't say electricity has worn out. You just say the copper has worn out. We replace the copper, but you don't replace electricity. Come on, talk to me. All right, we're talking on God now. You cannot separate spirit from matter. Just like you cannot separate energy from form, matter. Well then, how do you separate spirit from that which manifests it? You can't do it. When you separate copper from the electricity, you don't have any more manifestation of the electric power, even though the power is present, you can't see its presence or feel its presence until it is conducted through something. Master Farad Muhammad was born of a woman in 1877. Stop right there. Well, if this man was born in 1877, he cannot be the originator of the heavens and the earth. When we say our prayers, we say, surely I have turned myself to thee, O Allah, to him who originated the heavens and the earth. You didn't say to it who originated the heavens and the earth. You said what? To him. Him. This Quran is a book based on the highest principles of mathematics. The language of the Quran is to thee, O Allah, to him who originated the heavens and the earth. You didn't say to it who originated the heavens and the earth. You said what? To him. Him. This Quran is a book based on the highest principles of mathematics. The language of the Quran is mathematical. If it came from God himself, surely God knows himself better than we know him. So if God uses pronouns, I, Allah, am the best knower. I, Allah, am the seer. He uses soft pronoun, we. The Bible uses us. Who is we? We spooks? We spirits? Or we men and women? You have been made so spooked up in your understanding of God this is why you don't have the power as men 
to do what a man is supposed to do because you are not really connected to God. You see God as some space cadet. The Bible says, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Are you made in the image and likeness of God? What are you? What are you? You a man? Oh, really? Sure you are. You are also a little God. You uh -oh. are the only creature in the universe that has the power to think, to vision, to will, and then bring into existence what you vision. The sun can't do it, the moon can't do it, the stars can't do it, the mountains can't do it, the lakes and the rivers can't do it. Man! Man and woman is the supreme being. That's right. There is no existence on this earth greater than man. Everything that God created, he created to serve man and woman. You are the best of God's creation. Therefore, the Quran says, Allah made you in the best of molds. There is nothing greater than this. This is greater than mosques, greater than the Kaaba, greater than St. Peter's Basilica. But it is temporary like the kappa. It wears out, but the spirit never wears out. Mm. <laughs> this body is the best that God created, but it's not made to last forever. Yet God is the ever-living. He never dies. How then can he be a man? Men die. Well, the Quran says when Allah created Adam, he called him Khalifa. Come on now with that Come Khalifa. On. What does Khalifa mean? I didn't write the book. The language says Khalifa means one who takes the place of another who has died. Khalifa means successor. How does God have a successor? We don't understand. copper wire that we put up to replace the one that's burned out looks just like the one that was burned out we ain't too fussy about the wire we want the power in the electricity all right let's see now was Allah a spirit before entering Allah doesn't describe himself as just spirit what are his names? He has 99 of them. And some of the scholars say he has more than the 100. 
Each one of these attributes are characteristics of who? Of Allah. Do you wear Allah's name? Why? Why don't why do you wear Allah's name? Are you Kareem? But he's Al Kareem. Are you Hakim? The wise? He is Al Hakim. He is the wise. Are you Rahman? The beneficent? He is Al Rahman, the beneficent. He is the most of all that have beneficent. He is the most beneficent. He is the perfection of the attribute. But you can wear the attribute because you can manifest the attribute, but not to the excellent degree that he can. He's supreme among us all. Now, now, now. Why did we say Allah came in the person of Master Farad Muhammad? When you know that Allah's attributes are beneficent, merciful, the giver of life, the raiser of the dead, the grantor of security. He is Rabbil Alameen. He is the one who nurtures a thing and makes it attain stage after stage until it reaches its eventual perfection. And then some, he is the peace. He is the grantor of security. He's all of these wonderful things. He's the bountiful, but he's also the destroyer. He's the avenger. All of this is in you. It's in me. But you can only avenge and destroy to the limit of your power. Since he is all powerful, he can avenge all and destroy all. He, you and I were in America destroyed by Caucasian power and influence. And for 400 years, no leader had been able to rectify our condition. Mm. Master Farad Muhammad came. I never saw him. I never met him. But I am the beneficiary of his beneficence, his mercy, his knowledge, his power, his ability to give life, to raise the dead, the grantor of security. Here I am in the midst of my enemies and a table is spread before me. None of you can claim to be my teacher. The world did not know what Master Farad Muhammad gave to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You just didn't know it. You didn't know there was life on seven or nine of the planets and they are inhabited by life. You didn't know that till Elijah Muhammad said it. You didn't know that the moon was a part of the earth 66 trillion years ago until Elijah Muhammad said it. You didn't know the diameter of the universe until Elijah Muhammad said it. Now everything that he said, the scholars are bearing witness to it. And he only went to the fourth grade of school. Well, who taught him? 
You didn't teach him. I didn't teach him. The University of Chicago didn't teach him. Harvard didn't teach him. Oxford didn't teach him. So whoever taught him knows better than anyone else who teaches. So if Allah says, I am the best knower, then I got a right to say Allah came in the person of Master Farad Muhammad. you broke down under the power of the electricity it'll be here doctor God travels in this body these bodies is the real house of God when I go to Mecca and I see my brothers and sisters at the Kaaba all but falling down worshiping stone I have been taught the meaning of that house and that house is a sign of the most ancient of all houses that black stone that is in the corner of that house they say fell from heaven And it has been there from remotest antiquity. That's the way the scholars say it. It only means the original man. <coughs> We've been around so long till they don't know the birth record. So they just say from remotest antiquity, this is the house that God used to manifest his wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and power in and through. Where is he now? Wherever he want to be. I'm not going to say I know where he is. But I'm glad his power is everywhere. I think I know where he is, but I don't want to say because I could be wrong. But he's wherever he wishes to be. Are we to pray and worship Master Farad Muhammad? You don't worship the flesh of any man because the flesh is gonna die but in that flesh is a wisdom and a power superior to any human being on the earth so when we look to Allah in the person of Master Farad Muhammad we look to him and when he ain't no longer here the power is gonna be here Honorable Elijah Muhammad said he would live a minimum of 400 years, but 400 years ain't no time. He'll be gone. But before he goes, the foundation of what he lays will never be erased from the planet. 
That's a God. He prays. He prays. He don't pray to himself. He don't say, surely I have turned myself to me. <laughs> Who does he pray to? He prays in remembrance of him who originated that which he came in. He came in this body. You can't ignore him who originated this. Anyway, it's deep. It's a big subject. I want to say to my Muslim brothers, when I was in Mecca, I was there for three days I was there for three days and in the three days that I was there wrangling with the scholars we talked about this and when I finished explaining the heaviest scholars there didn't bother to argue they had to go away and study it and what we don't realize is God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And what you're doing, you are following those that God wants to put you over. The Arab is a good person, basically. They've done a wonderful job in keeping the book of God pure. And we are grateful to them for so doing. But they messed up. It's your turn now. And God will see how you act. But you're not to follow Arabs. You're to lead them. And you can't lead them following them. See, they like to see you imitating them just like white Christians want to see black Christians imitating them we're not to follow white people today they had their day of rule and their day of rule is up that's all God is going to replace them with a new ruler and whether you like it or not the new ruler is black he have hair like lamb's wool and he has feet like burnished brass. And if y'all can't take a black leader, then you might as well get off the planet. All right. I know that was a little wild, but I don't I didn't want to leave no suspicion. I didn't want to leave no uh guessing. Straight from the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan broke it down. I mean, so a fool could understand. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. 
Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. So if you're still confused, if you still don't understand our perspective, that's fine. But at least you got the truth about our perspective and what's actually being taught. So with that being said, I thank you all for listening to the Brother Ben X show. Uh, so the next person you see to say something about that, you know, sure, sure, this video out with them just so they can have a perspective. We know everybody's not going to agree. That's cool. That's cool. But the minister gave you ayahs out the Quran. He gave you from the Bible and really just the reality of God in man. So I thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the Brother Ben X podcast if you haven't already on your Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, apps, and everything like that. And if you would like to donate to your brother, uh, you can go to dollar sign Brother Ben X, dollar sign Brother Ben X. As-salamu alaykum. Peace. So many people ask me, Brother Ben X, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made a hundred in $30,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made 130000 in two days. Peace.